Hi everyone, I'm Rosemary Miller here with Mark Hughes, a screenwriter and contributor here at Forbes, here to tell us about how Beyonce and Taylor Swift could possibly rescue the 2023 box office. Thank you so much for joining me today, Mark. It's my pleasure to be here. Thank you, Rosemary. Absolutely. So Mark, what benefits could Beyonce and Taylor Swift's concert films bring to both the music industry and the film industry? But I think there's a lot of potential benefit here because there's, we're at a sort of inflection point for theaters and music where audiences are very tired of a lot of the same thing at the theaters. So we've seen a lot of high profile productions and, and popular franchises kind of fall flat this year. And people are also very fed up with the inflated ticket pricing at concerts and that's become a really big issue so i think there's a chance here for theaters to make up some of their lost revenue and bring in a whole new audience and concert films have had that potential but i think we need people and the kind of star wattage that beyonce and taylor swift bring into this equation like this is a whole different level of concert film and potential here. We're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars. I think these, I think each of these films will do hundreds of millions of dollars at the box office. So and it's, you it's also really you mentioned in your articles that these should be treated as major event releases. What do you mean by that? Well, I think premium theaters like Dolby Cinemas and IMAXs uh, offer the sort of higher quality and immersive experience that if you're in a crowd in those type of settings, and if it's, for example, 3D, then you can provide a concert feeling that is that really gets at that same energy level and that lets these stars put on, I mean, it's the kind of shows, for example, with the, the great stage production and this mass movement around the world, it, it transcends just their music. So I think people are bringing a lot of themselves and this whole moment in history into the equation, honestly. And I think that makes for a very different experience with theaters. And I think that it's going to kind of help drive uh, and kind of help shape as well what kind of concert films we see where it takes a big star like Beyonce, someone who is so big that for years, politicians, we've seen Republicans be very critical of her and publicly lash out at her over her friendship with the Obamas, over the NFL halftime show, um, over her support for the Black Lives Matter movement and against racist abuse and violence. And I think that when you've got political parties and now Taylor Swift as well, Republicans coming out publicly denouncing her and criticizing her fans, I think that sort of speaks to how important these women are and the music and the movements behind them are. And I think, frankly, a lot of people are afraid seeing uh, women of color, black women in particular, who often face so much erasure in society and who bear so much of the brunt of a lot of the, the social and political oppressions and things that we see manifesting all the time in society and that are growing worse right now. I think there's an inflection point here politically and that that's, these films are speaking in a whole different way. So when Beyonce or Taylor Swift are on screen, you have a lot of 
young women, uh, young adult women, and older women who all relate to so much of what's happening in terms of the way they're being spoken about, in terms of the backlash against them, in terms of the positive messages they're projecting and saying, we have power, we can change the world together. And I think a lot of women are saying, yes, okay, uh, and have been for a long time. I, I don't mean to, I know I'm very aware I'm a middle-aged white man sitting here talking about all of this as if it's some new thing, but I'm just saying in the context of these films at this moment, concert films, as this big box office power, but also as a cultural moment. And these two women who recognize that, I think, and I think are seizing that and are using this uh, in a really positive way that's just everyone's going to benefit from it, except for the people who constantly talk trash about them and who tend to be wrong. <laughs> well, Mark, I'm curious because you're talking about how, how they can be major influences politically. And as you know, we have an election coming up soon. Could there be any implications on that? Oh, absolutely. I think this is, and I know it sounds, it's a lot of people will think that it sounds strange to talk about pop culture and entertainment figures. And they say, what does that have to do with politics? They should stay out of it. Well, they're people and they live here and they live in this world. They're citizens, they have opinions and people respond to that and they have a platform and they're using it positively and to do good things and to help motivate people. So I think that uh, it's gonna have a big impact, especially because the more impact it has, the more people are, that lash out at them are going to lash out more, which is going, it's gonna feed that. And I think with an election coming up, uh, the combination, it's funny that we had a Barbie movie that generated so much backlash and you had conservatives angry about this Barbie movie and about the messaging in it. I wrote that I believe that we might see a Barbie for president movie with President Barbie running. And I think that would be amazing to see that. And I think that feeds into what we're talking about now that there's a lot of movement and social shifting. And I know there was a backlash against women's rights in general and against uh, equality for the black community and for people of color. We've seen some backlash against that, a significant backlash, and there's still a lot of dangers, but I also think we see it's already losing its steam and it's already losing its effect. And I think that the movement that to bring it all back, that the fact these movies are releasing, that Beyonce and Taylor Swift have these films coming up speaks to uh the fact that things are going to head in the right direction and that people in positions to make that happen are doing everything in their power to get us to do everything in our power to make it happen well i'm curious mark how have concert films performed in the past have they had social implications or or words was it just a film a concert film where people just went out to it, enjoy yeah. it and nothing came of it it kind of depends. We've seen some, as far as box office, Justin Bieber topped 70 million with his concert film uh, not too long ago. And we've seen One Direction and Miley Cyrus and some others do, you know, really big business. But we haven't seen that aside from the Michael Jackson documentary and concert film, This Is It, it did over 200 million. But in terms of a concert film uh, mm -hmm. that, that's taking a, a popular, concert and saying you can have that experience in theaters uh they they haven't really done at the level that i think we're going to see beyonce and uh, uh taylor swift 
perform at. It's it's a completely it's like superhero movies. Honestly, uh, they're the superheroes of concert films. They're the they they can do what Spider Man did. Superhero movies for a while there had been there were occasional Superman and Batman had some big ones, but then for you know a long time it kind of languished. And then here came Spider. It took Spider Man to reignite that. And it's mm-hmm. it's silly sounding, but it's a useful comparison cinematically that you need the heavy hitter, someone that can galvanize, just pull everyone together and create this phenomenon that can that is sustainable. And I think that's what uh, Beyonce and Taylor Swift have in their advantage. Um, and the concert films, I believe, uh, even though we've only seen occasional examples of it, they, they do have the potential to have a powerful political and social voice. The Woodstock film, um, U2's Rattle and Hum came uh, amid a whole lot of political activism within the uh, musicians uh, at that time. The 80s was real big for that and a lot of farm aid and live aid and things. And uh, I think that we, we are entering a period where that relevance is matching with a, a, a global audience and a scale that we haven't seen possible before really except for michael jackson or the beat there's a few examples but the internet didn't exist these theaters didn't exist so uh, i think we're just a lot of factors are coming together now that are going to really help drive these films well they are such heavy hitters that i can imagine there may be problems that movie theaters may not foresee like can you can you think of any issues challenges that could happen at a movie theater because you have all of these super fans in this one tiny area yes i i think there's the opportunity that it provides also provides a lot of challenges (laughs) exactly Mm -hmm. because you're going to have now we know this is true, but then you can also think of fa- huge fan events when the films like the Harry Potter movies release and you've got uh, just thousands of people camping out on the street days before the film's release. They're in costumes. That kind of thing happens. And I think with these films, I think the danger would be selling when screenings sell out. You might even encounter uh, a a spillover from what happens in concerts where people buy a bunch of tickets and then scalp them at movie theaters. I mean, that's, it's possible mm. that could, that could come up. Um, and I think that would be a big problem. Uh, the bigger problems I think come with the distribution, which right now, uh, for example, with Taylor Swift's deal, they were, and I, I believe Beyonce, there were, there were some similar things involved as far as, coming to terms with studios, being able to negotiate and get a good deal, and ultimately just deciding we're going to go to the theaters and make deals because they're the venue. We're just going to bring our stuff right to them instead of looking for someone as a go-between. And a lot of other theaters and studios are really going, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, (laughs) about that. So I think the biggest potential danger is simply that studios start threatening, saying, hey, if you're going to run the newest you know, Taylor Swift movie that's releasing that weekend, then we're not going to let you, we're not going to put our movie in your theaters or we're going to, but at the end of the day, it's all posturing. They're going to put, the studios are going to put their movies where they have to put them to reach an audience to make money. And if that means they have to accept that there's a whole new genre coming and that Beyonce and Taylor Swift are going to be the blockbuster tentpole movies of the year sometimes, then so be it. 
Well, Mark, finally, how do you foresee the future of concert films evolving? I think that uh, if, if studios and theaters are smart, they will reach out to the artists that they have in their various collections and companies uh, that they own, where they own these libraries, and they will reach out to these artists and say, look, when you go on tour, we want to film, we want to create concert movies every time. The costs are relatively low compared to other feature films that they could be making. You put the money into turning these, but you've got to be sure you know initially that you're using stars who are big enough to drive this, but eventually you'll be able to do it for all manner of music. There's gonna be an audience there. If it's there, it's there. And I think we might see live performances where imagine, for example, if Beyonce did a performance on a small stage for an audience of a hundred people somewhere, a very exclusive setting, and then that was broadcast live and you could go to dolby theaters or imax theaters experience it in 3d live with a crowd you know a lot of people if that's cost 15 dollars, what would you pay to go sit in nosebleed seats at a concert well i know the live experience carries something but you're getting part of that and the more theater can provide that immersive experience that's always the key the immersion is the key make people feel like they're there make it an event and people will respond put the merchandise in the lobbies have the music playing make it a big concert like event and that's what it will become well that's actually a really good idea but thank you so much for joining me today thank mark uh, thank you i appreciate it rosemary absolutely